Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. So here we are, already at week two. We hope you enjoyed last week's series on cultivating more happiness. A quick refresher. We discuss mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, community, and purpose. Big topics. And I hope it resonated. I hope it continues to serve you well. Absolutely. And again, even minor adjustments in any of those categories will create change. And even though we're discussing a new topic this week, don't be surprised if you notice some overlap because those five categories can cultivate a lot more than happiness. There are aspects of a better life across the board. You'll definitely hear more about mindfulness, community, and purpose this week because those things play a major role in relationships, which is this week's topic. Romantic relationships. Yes, we're going to talk about five different aspects of romantic relationships. So today, day one, we're talking about what to look for in a partner. And considering over 50% of marriages end in divorce, you've got to conclude that a lot of people are making the wrong decision. (laughs) Right? But I don't think we can start delving into what we should look for in a partner before we turn that around and ask, if we've done enough looking into ourselves. The first question is, do you really know yourself? Do you know your values? Do you know your non-negotiables? Do you know your love languages? And by the way, if you're not familiar with love languages, check out Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. We'll cover it sometime, but if you're eager to get into the work right away, which is awesome, just go ahead and give that a look. It's short and super palatable. So to be totally honest, I never really did any of this work, and it definitely caused some suffering. My lessons were trial and error. My wake-up call happened when different people I was dating had the same complaints about me as a partner. But I was able to step back and be like, okay, this is a me thing. And then when the next relationship came along, I was already aware of my most major shortcomings, and I was ready to make some changes. Dating is definitely important for that reason. You got to listen to what your partners are saying. Give it credence. You don't have to let it change your opinion of yourself, but take a quick glance inward when you're not in a heated state. I think another misstep people make is that they present a distorted image of themselves that they think the other person will prefer over the real version. You act like you're wealthier than you are, or maybe you hide your past relationships. You try to hide whatever flaw you think you may have. And you're basically managing the flow of information in such a meticulous way that the person you're dating isn't really getting to know the real you. Right. You're setting yourself up for failure. First of all, you're setting a precedent that there's aspects of yourself that you need to hide. Aspects you potentially will hide until you can anymore. And then when you reach that breaking point, the other person is totally shocked and they think you've become someone totally different. Because you have. And you've got to be aware of that with the person you're dating as well. you got to break down those walls and be real with one another. There's no point gaslighting because if the relationship escalates, you're setting up an inevitable letdown. I think that's why a lot of relationships end. I think the curtain just falls away. Right. So first and foremost, you got to be real. In exchange for that vulnerability, 
You're looking for respect. You're looking for someone who's capable of acknowledging who you are, not an idealized version you can't possibly live up to. I couldn't agree more. That's a powerful place to start. And if you're real with the person you're dating, you're much more likely to get the real them in return. Yeah, real sees real. (laughs) (laughs) Know yourself. Know your non-negotiables. Those are things you're unwilling to change. Know your values, your moral code, your standards. And from there, be open and honest and allow your potential partner to be themselves too. Just know if you turn to criticism or judgment when your values don't align, that's a fast way to force someone right back into their shell. Some people may end it then and there. Some people may start monitoring the information they share with you. That's especially true if they actually like you. They're not just going to want to leave. They're going to stay and maybe just reveal a little less. So encourage honesty by being honest yourself. Accept yourself. Love yourself where you are. Demand that of your partner and accept people where they are. That's mutual respect. Exactly. And that doesn't mean to ignore red flags, but you can make the decision to stop dating someone without completely ostracizing or berating them for where they're at in their journey. So what else? Otherwise, you're looking for someone who shares your core values. If you like to travel, you have to find someone who wants to travel or someone who's at least open to traveling. Worst case, you find someone who's comfortable with you traveling with your friends. You have to agree on what you want out of life or at least be supportive of what your partner wants. It's questions like whether or not you want to have children, how you want to raise them. In these big ways, you want to be on common ground. So we're going to close our first day on relationships by asking you, what are your non-negotiables? Remember, we love hearing from you. You can comment or message through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Rising offerings available in our feed. We'll see you tomorrow for day two of our week on relationships. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.